All right, well, uh, we're going to go ahead and get started. Um, uh, there's a few coaches on here. Some are private, and, uh, you know, as John, I see you on here. So the way this is uh, going to be um, for these Zooms is basically um, uh, Brandon and I have kind of done this on our own in the past. We figured why not just do it on a Zoom, allow all the coaches to join, um, and then uh, ask questions to kind of add to that. So uh, eventually this will be a podcast slash uh on youtube everything else just are becoming unscoutable uh shows so i'm gonna get started and then uh got a hard hard deadline here uh, as we have our last spring ball practice today but uh my name is thad wells um uh, brandon compton is here we um you know this is kind of becoming unscoutable which is just kind of our journey um uh of trying to become our, the best the best coaches we can uh to, to help our people to serve our people uh, Brandon and I have been together for a long time, and and we just uh, got partnered back up. It's kind of official. Uh, we're we're in East Tennessee together at Lakeway Christian Academy, and uh, so we're excited uh, that to be back uh, together. So uh, it depends we, on when this comes out of, of how official. No, it's official. It's done. There's, there's no going back. Uh, you you must be here. So um, that's so funny. But uh, so becoming unscoutable. It's a part of Ruski. Um, and so, uh, so anybody listening to this later, again, this is, you know, our stuff is, is on YouTube. Um, it's on uh, any podcast network. And um, uh, so again, this, this, this episode is with Ruski members. Anybody that's a member can, can hop on. They can post questions before, during, after, whatever, uh, to talk about it during it. Um, and then, so Ruski, uh, for those that uh, have not heard about it, don't know anything, it's just an online hub for creative football coaches. Um, we have a unique play calling system we share with people. Uh, we have uh, a huddle library uh, just for Ruski members with over 20,000 all 22 plays and then a private community, uh, open minded people just trying to share thoughts and ideas and just trying to grow that uh, to, to help people. So uh, you can go to Ruski.com. That's R-O-O-S-K-I.com for details on that. Uh, today, we're going to talk about spring ball. Uh, we're wrapping up our spring ball. We're going to talk about plans for getting the most out of summer. Um, our seven on seven empty package. Um, and then just, you know, any questions, but, um, so I did get a new camera. It seems to be doing okay right now. I've had some, uh, issues, uh, recently just with some glitching, but, uh, seems to be doing okay. If there's, if it kind of lags or glitches, I apologize. Um, so thoughts on spring. Uh, this is our last day. Uh, it's day 12 for us. We're allowed 12 days. We had three weeks. We get 12 days within 15 school days, basically. Um, so when we started our spring ball, we kind of set our priorities of um, to begin with uh, in a coach's meeting. Uh, top one was relationships, uh, making sure that, you know, you know this is where we're, we're in a new place, right? The first year we've been together at this place, uh, and, uh, new staff, some some from the previous staffs, so a lot of new guys and uh, building relationship as a staff. And then obviously building relationship with the team, with players. Um, then we went over expectations. So um want to make sure that we set the expectations when it comes to practice habits and, and uh, focusing and effort and treating each other right. Um, that was a big priority. Then we said fundamentals. Uh, so I want to make sure we get the, and not just like the fundamentals of football in sense of like um, techniques, but like the fundamentals of uh, lining up, the fundamentals of our tempo, the fundamentals of uh, offense and defense in general. Um, and then a big priority was evaluation, which, became more and more of the priority, uh, which I'll talk about here in a second. Lastly, it was install. Um, install, 
Um, we put in a lot on offense, um, but really it was more just like get things installed so that we can compete. Um, and then uh, defense really installed just a base look, uh, a couple coverages, just enough to, to, to see people compete versus, you know, no stunts. Um, just basically do they trigger uh, versus like forcing them to do things. So the big the big thing for me was like a different a different take on um, spring ball uh, to a degree this year. Other places, other states, you know, this is, you know, fourth state that we've been in together and um, others, every state has different rules. And um, prior to this, it was just kind of like, well, let's just, you know, we'll do spring ball because everybody does spring ball. Uh, we'll get some stuff installed, usually just helmets. And um, it's more like we just did it because it was expected to be done and you just did. Well, so now thinking, especially at a new place, uh, my mind has kind of changed on that and the importance of spring ball, because especially in Tennessee, because we're allowed uh, to wear pads and have contact, which means we can see some things that we typically can't see in the summer because in Tennessee and all the states we've been in, we can't really wear full pads during the summer. So we wanted to see um, like how kids actually played the game of football, not necessarily just, you know, individual drills, putting in plays. We wanted to see them play the game of football. And with that thought, Lowell, let's be a little more physical because this is, we have a ton of time until the fall. So if we get, you know, sprained ankles or whatever, um, we can recover from that. Now we're, we're probably less physical in practice than most people uh, overall, just, we want to take care of our people, our players. Um, we don't want to be silly with that, but um, we, we were, we're probably more, more tackling going on um, in spring ball than even what it'll be on a daily basis come, come fall because we have a lot of time. Um, but we wanted to learn as much as we could about our guys um, that we can't do in the summer. And, and like I said, we wanted to play football to see them react. And that's why we didn't blitz as much because it was really just seeing who can make, who can read and go uh, without having to be, having to be told what to do, but you know, we're not against that. We will do that. Um, and then we wanted to film everything. So we filmed, you know, we had cameras on the field, cameras up top, just trying to get everything filmed. Uh, we couldn't watch all that um, during the days necessarily uh, throughout spring. We watched a lot to get to, to, to adjust practices, but um, we're going to really hammer that during the summer, um, watch that, and again, try to evaluate and get our players into the right positions. Um, the, the question and the thing that really that was on my mind all spring and has become more and more like Brandon and I just, just talking is like, how fast can we get our players into position? Um, and so many times we have this, this thought that, um, you know, this player, we think in a new season, it's like, well, this, we think this guy can do this. We think this guy can do that. And then we get to pads, we get to game one, and then we're shuffling people around. And that's always probably going to happen. But can we use spring to try to get it right earlier so that we can use all summer with people in the right positions. So getting people in the right positions um, and probably the most important position to get right that we're trying to get right is linebackers. Um, you know, we're doing a lot of three, three stuff right now. We can, we're, we're multiple, so we can do anything on defense, but we've kind of adopted this mindset that we want some of our best athletes at linebacker. We don't really look at size anymore. We don't judge it by the book. Uh, we definitely don't want, you know, kids that can't run. Um, we want kids that can go sideline to sideline, can make a play when they get there, and they can read to get there. 
And if they can't do those things, the, one of the things me and Brandon have talked about in the past is like, um, you know, we can only do so much to make somebody better. Um, and that kind of sounds like a negative thought, but like, it's way more important to get them in the right spot to let their natural talents take over than for us to build this kid. So we just wrapped, I mean, we had basically, I mean, what we've done over the last couple of stops now is like, um, almost just right. If, if you, if you now, if your hands in the ground, your hands in the ground, you're not going to be working at backer force, but like, if you're not a hands in the ground guy, you're probably getting a few reps at backer to see how you react. Um, yeah. Especially if you, if you demonstrate at all, there's a natural tendency to find the football. If that's demonstrated at all, either on like a punt return or punt or a kickoff or anything like that, there's a good chance. <laughs> I think you said that well. Natural tendency to find the football. That is what we're looking for. Like all winter, we have an indoor facility, blessed with that. So uh, in the mornings, twice a week, the kids would come in and we play this, like this game we, we, we create, uh, created just to basically see them in space. They're basically playing football, but it's a, it's a two-hand touch game, kind of like ultimate uh, Frisbee in a way. But um, it's like uh, they get, if it's incompletion, it's a turnout. It's really just a fast-paced game of football indoors with no pads on. And, but it allows us to see them react in space and make reads. And so we're doing that all winter and that helped us get some people in a better position for spring. And then we use a physical ability, like the ability to be physical in, in spring to see who can tackle. And just, you know, we're just iterating and, and, and evaluating to see who needs to be where. And that, so a couple of drills that we really started to use more and more like during spring, the first one was open field tackling. So um, imaginary at the goal line, and uh, we go hash to hash. So hashes are out of bounds, not the full width, hash to hash. We would put the defensive player with his um, his toes basically on the three-yard line where the extra point is, uh, facing like away from the goal line. And then we put a, an athlete uh, or a ball carrier on the 10-yard line with his heels on the 10. And then we put a coach in the goal, in the end zone. And so the, the defender couldn't see the coach. The offensive guy's looking at the coach. The coach throws the ball. We catch the ball. And they try to score. And it's just open field tackling. Um, and we did that. We did that pretty much every every day uh, to start practice just to see who could tackle in space. Um, and then with that, we would scoot them closer together. So now somebody on the three and somebody on the five, and we would put two cones about five yards apart or so, um, more like six feet apart uh, behind a uh, behind the the guy uh, on the uh, with his back to the goal line, and now that guy was blocking, and we were just trying to win one on one blocks and get through those cones. And again, who can block in space? Uh, who could control somebody? Who could beat somebody? Avoid or you know control that and shed it, and then who can make tackles? And we just wanted to see that. So we and we filmed all that. We you know obviously took notes during practice, but then we're going to watch that during the summer again, to see who can, when they get there, make plays. And we did a lot of inside so that we could go back and watch who, who naturally fits with the pulling guard, who naturally, you know, feels, you know, when they run inside zone, outside zone, who can, who can naturally react. Um, so those were kind of some of the biggest things we did in spring. Uh, we also wanted to answer the question, how much can they learn to a degree, uh, especially with the offensive side, just like put a lot of plays in every day, basically. Uh, and we're just seeing what their what their limitation is like, you know, there's certain kids that um, can learn more so they can be more versatile. So just trying to figure that out. Um, and um, so the big thought here with spring was if we can get the evaluations right in the spring. So if we can start to get people in the right position in the spring, uh, 
then we can design workouts in the summer to develop the skills. Okay, so take the talent that we're seeing, which is raw. Now turn that talent into skills in the summer with development, you know, in the weight room, field drills, all that stuff. And then start to design strategy around those skills and combine uh, creating strategy and schemes um, to hopefully have people and thoughts and ideas and strategy in, in good form in the fall. So you see that progression. You know, winter is real heavy weight room trying to do to build their natural talent their potential so it's literally you know if you get into physics it's potential energy uh that's what we're playing with that's how you that's what you win space with is potential energy and then mental decisions on applying your your physical energy really so um but uh so so you know how how can we take build as much potential as possible start to figure out that potential what skills they can use uh in in the game of football build those, put those together, mesh them together. That's, that's like, you know, what we're trying to do. So now taking that moving over to summer now. So what's our thoughts going into summer, our first summer here. Um, you know, I said here, you know, we want to get the most out of summer without burning our people out. So we don't want, you know, our coaches, our, our wives, our families and kids and all that, and our players and their parents, we don't want to burn everybody out early. So, um, We'll talk about our schedule in a second, but uh, um, just keep that in mind. We want to we want to get the most out of it. We want to work hard, but we don't want to burn people out. So the big picture, and this is the big picture for summer, but really it's a big picture for football. What we've kind of identified, we've talked about it before with uh, uh, becoming unscoutable and Ruski and everything. But so the three areas, the three buckets that we talk about now is inspiring, developing, and empowering. So inspiring is basically motivating people, helping them see their calling, helping them connect the process of, of getting better in football to the process of getting better in life. And we use the word alchemy, which is essentially they're interested in this game of football and, and becoming better in that process can lead to becoming better in other processes. They just have to transfer, transfer that over. Um, so we, we try to work on this inspiration phase and, and inspiring is partly recruiting. It's us trying to get kids in, in, in our school system and, and to, to, um, to see the the fun and excitement and the potential of what they could do if they play. Uh, so we're trying to inspire people to come out. We're trying to inspire people to work hard when they're here, to focus when they're here, to basically to build the energy, the desire, the passion to work hard. So that's the first phase. If they don't show up, if people, if they don't show up, it doesn't matter. Right. So we're trying to inspire people to show up. Then if they don't show up inspired, enthusiastic, ready to work hard and focus, that doesn't matter. And then we go into phase two, which is developing. And that's physical, that's mental, and that's spiritual. And being at Lakeway Christian Academy, we can finally call it spiritual. We don't, you know, 3D book is one of my favorite books, but, you know, you've always had to talk about the heart and, you know, and, and tweak it. Um, but now we get to talk how we, how we believe. And um, so this, this, uh, this <clears throat> physical development, we're taking that inspiration, that motivation, that desire, and now we're using it to develop their natural God-given talents into skills. That's the big picture. Physical skills, mental skills, which is basically like making decisions. And then that spiritual piece really ties back into that inspiration. Um, but you do have to work on that as well. And then lastly, we say empower. I used to say deploy. So it's like you would build up as much potential as possible. You'd turn that, that potential into skill sets and then you deployed them to win space. 
but I felt like that was kind of like, you know, kind of militaristic and like top down. And so empower feels a lot better to say, okay, we're going to empower our athletes to win space because the game of football is about space. So what is included in the bucket of empowering for us? Fundamentals. So you take fundamentals, which would be called principles. If you're into the whole mental models, principles, thinking and all that. So fundamentals are principles. Then we have concepts, which are really mental models. Concepts are made up of fundamentals, which is made up of principles of the game, basically. So you have fundamentals, you have concepts. Those two create the material for what you're actually building. All right. So now to build, you have to evaluate, you got to evaluate your people. You have to evaluate the game itself to understand the fundamentals of the game, not of your people, but of the game. So you evaluate your people, you evaluate the game, you evaluate your opponents. And you combine all those things to then create plays. So play design, which is also like script design. Script design is, is a lot of plays design, which creates a game plan. And then you have play calling. So you design plays for your people. And then you got to create systems and processes for choosing the right play, either you as a coach or the player on the field, choosing the plays, making decisions on how to um, use your talent that you've turned into skills. And then lastly, it's execution. So players executing those decisions. And then it becomes a loop. It becomes a feedback loop, which it goes back to understanding the fundamentals. Through evaluation, you understand the fundamentals, you understand the concepts, new plays, new scripts, no, new play choices. And it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a play-by-play cycle. Like a slow cycle is like if you go through once a season and you're just you know learning about your players one time and then you never really change. Some people do that weekly with you know game planning. And then daily, if you're working on your game plan each day, and then the, the best thing is some people do it at halftime, right? They, they change things up. But if you could go, if you could learn, this is the OODA loop. This is like John Boyd talking about how fast can you go through the decision cycles faster than your opponent. So if you could go through that decision cycle and make major decisions based off every single play, that's like the epitome of feedback uh, efficiency. Um, you know, every series would be pretty good. Like you talk with your coaching staff and your players in between series. But what if you could get to where you're adjusting your thoughts on choosing the right plays every play. And I, I, that to me is like huge, And but like it just doesn't get talked. Like we approach the game a little different, so it doesn't really get talked like this. Um, so, okay, priorities for summer. Uh, so that's the big picture. Our priorities, again, relationships is going to be number one. Uh, just treating each other right, building relationships. You know, if we have a bond, if we have love, if we care and we serve, we're going to play hard, we're going to work hard, we're going to develop. Uh, so team bonding, all those things. Uh, we want to increase our potential talent. Still like the winner, we're still going to do that in the weight room and, and on the field. Then we're going to turn those talents into football skills like we talked about. Uh, we also want to increase our capacity for performance. That's kind of like conditioning, endurance, and then like injury prevention. Because the number one thing that matters is good talent. Uh, if you don't start with good talent on your team, like all this other stuff we do is kind of pointless. But if your talent's injured, that really is no good either. So you need healthy talent. That's the most important thing. Like talk about X's and O's scheming, you know, coming from UVA, just seeing that recruiting really is, you know, at that level, like the biggest thing. So like you got to increase your bottom line in talent. And if they're hurt, that's not helping. So, you know, increasing that capacity for performance, thinking about that. Then we want to start building and designing and installing aligned schemes. And by aligned schemes, we mean schemes that are aligned with our skills, all right, that are combining 11 people, one play at a time. And then all summer, continue to evaluate and adjust our thoughts. You know, one of our big principle or values, it's not a principle, but a value for us is to never think we have 
solved anything to always ask, can it be better? Can we do this better? That's like the final value we talk about um, as coaches is, 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 is there a better way to do this? Um, so, so our, uh, and then we're going to use seven on sevens. We're going to do all that. We're going to use seven on sevens, big men, th- big men competitions, all that stuff, just to see our kids compete, uh, develop, you know, that team bond in competition, leadership, all those things. All right. So our schedule for the summer uh, in, in Tennessee, you know, we go by our rules and, and things, but our June schedule, um, we give Monday, first off, we give the first week of summer off. So our last day of school is this Friday. We give next week off, you know, I'm going out of town. Um, but, uh, we don't have to give that week off, but I just, you know, just think like, let's give the kids a week off after school, let them like refresh, have some fun. Then we come in the following week in June, we go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, three days a week. Again, a little more time with family, long weekend to go do things, uh, and to enjoy life. Um, and then in July, we usually will look to add Mondays in July. We go eight to 11 in the morning. Um, and then seven on seven is an addition. So a school might be coming at 11 or we might come back in the afternoon to do seven on sevens or we'll go to like a tournament somewhere. Um, so when we're here from eight to 11, the big focus for us, the four things we do, we have meetings uh, where we meet as a team. We talk about life, uh, talk about the game, work on that. Uh, we lift. Uh, we do so we do weight room stuff. We do field work, whether that's, you know, we'll talk about all these things. And then we have practice. So the meetings, it's, it's character development stuff, it's team bonding, bonding, it's building leadership, finding out uh, who our leaders are, um, and it's mental development. So working on the game, showing um, whether that's um, uh, videos or, or whatever. Uh, and then we have um, the lifting phase. Uh, we just got an assistant from uh, UT uh, named Dustin Witt. Uh, uh, Brandon's a big weight room guy as well. Um, I've ran the weight room, so we have a lot of people with experience in the weight room. Um, I will say this, like it's like Dustin's like plan right now is extremely organized um, at a very high level, uh, way better than I did uh, when I was like trying to organize this. You know, when you're trying to do everything, uh, you just get spread thin and you just I'm about efficiency, no matter what in the weight room, high tempo, getting things done. I'm always looking for the 80 20, right? Like what are the 20 percent of things that we can do that's going to get 80 percent of the results? I believe in that. And so we really just focused on, you know, you know, pressing on 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 uh, some kind of squat, some kind of press, some kind of clean variation. Those were our big three. And then we just added auxiliaries into there. Um, you know, we usually had uh, when I was doing it, we had like uh, two supersets, basically. So a big lift, a big lift and then and then auxiliaries with those. And we were just flying through that, get it done in like 30 minutes. So we lift like 30 minutes a day. Uh, right now, I think Dustin, uh, Brandon, those guys, they have like 45 minutes total is what we're going to go. So it would be like a team meeting, like 15, 20 minutes. Uh, then our older guys will be in the weight room for 45. Our younger guys will do field work for 45, and then we'll rotate. And then the rest of the day, uh, a little over an hour or so, we'll have be on the field like a practice, essentially. Uh, we use, usually use a timer in the weight room. Uh, the th- to me, one of the biggest things in the weight room is just like letting kids do their own thing, like never really worked out. Um, yeah. And 20% of your kids work hard as heck. And then some of them just try to hide. So we try to do timers, four people to a group or so, uh, a spotter, and then people doing auxiliaries that aren't on the main lift and just cycling through like first man up, second man up. You know, it's a lot. It takes a lot of energy. Um, but um, it's just really been hard uh, to not get our best effort if not doing something like that. Um, and then make sure we differentiate for the young guys. The young guys won't necessarily be doing everything that the older guys are doing. Uh, might be more, um, you know, body weight stuff at first. 
uh, kettlebell stuff at first and then getting them into uh, the bigger things. Um, our field work, you know, of course, is going to be speed, agility, quickness, uh, functional strength, uh, med ball stuff, uh, just really anything to uh, increase that phase. Um, uh, again, it's very detailed, planned out that I could not do that good of a job, which is currently scheduled. So very happy with how that's going. Um, and then our practices. We're helmets only in Tennessee during the summer. Uh, we will do pre-practice specialist stuff. So getting the, our, our all basically all our special teams things. And, and so whether it's long snapping and punting and, and fielding kicks, we're going to do that almost every day. Uh, we're going to do some special team every day throughout the summer. Focus on one a day usually. Uh, then our defense. Uh, and, and on special teams, we'll have all our special teams and spots all throughout the summer, trick stuff, all that kind of thing. Defense, we'll definitely have our base fronts in. Uh, pressers will be in. Uh, main coverages will be in. Um, and then hopefully we're just, it's like, you know, we get the people right. And then we're just trying to tweak a few minor things. But again, you know, we're willing to change on the drop of a hat if we believe that's right. So we'll see. The same with offense. You know, on offense, just trying to um, – uh, basically get uh, the big picture installed for us, our base sets. So now, what? so well, like literally what we're doing right now after spring ball, we assess our personnel. Like I'm going to the beach next week. I'll spend a lot of time thinking about our base, like what is going to be our base formation, our base personnel group based off of our kids. Uh, but we do a lot of stuff. Um, but then I don't want them to get comfortable. Like, so I, throughout the summer, I'm not going to just be like, this is base, get used to being the left outside receiver or whatever. Like, we're going to throw a lot of stuff at them. We want to, we, we want them to get to where they feel like they have something to hang their hat on, but we also want them to be, because like every week we're during the season, we're going to come in with new, new things. And um, with this, with the, the play calling system we use, the Ruski system, like same defense and offense, like you can line up anybody anywhere and ask them to do whatever. So we don't want them to get comfortable and just being like, Oh, I'm just a left receiver. We told them literally yesterday at practice, the more you can do, the more you're going to play. Uh, the more versatile you are, the 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 more we can do with you, and because um, because football, we've talked about this before, we'll talk about it a lot more. Um, it's really this uh, a big a big component of it is this paradox between anticipation and ex execution. So if you do a few things, you can execute it really well, but then they're going to anticipate it. Mm. But if if you do a lot, they might not anticipate, but you can't execute. So we're constantly trying to find this balance between the two. And so we do ask a lot more than most people. Um, so, um, you know, and, and throughout the summer, uh, kind of the big things too, you know, throughout just with football in general, you know, we're trying to help them become inspired for life through the game of football. So doing that with our meetings, with everything we do, trying to be examples as coaches um, with enthusiasm and peace. It's what we talk a lot about, you know, the peace that we feel in our life from the belief that we have at the end of life. So we, we don't worry about silly things that the whole world is, you know, coming unglued about right now. Like that stuff doesn't matter. And we're excited about life. We're happy to show up every day. We want our players to feel that. And then we just want them to, to, to think like, coach, man, why you love life so much? And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's been, you know, Lakeway Christian Academy and being able to talk about those things. Um, we're going to continue all summer to, to discover their innate talents to develop those talents into skills and then figure out how do we mesh 11 people um, one play at a time. Um, so that's kind of our spring. That was our spring. That's what we're doing for the summer. Um, so the other thing I want to talk about was our seven on seven um, uh, empty package stuff. So uh, I just shared it all with Ruski members like in inside, they have access to all this. Um, 
uh, our alpha script to our empty, which is 25 plays. It's our base in you know, seven on seven stuff. Again, it's empty, uh, some spread empty, some bunch empty. Um, if you remember, it's all in there. You can download the PDF of and print it literally and put it in a binder. You can print it and put it in risk coaches. Um, and then you also have the Google sheet to go modify. So you could literally change all like you could cut uh, like uh, command F on a Mac or control F on a PC and basically find and change all the terminology all at once to your terminology if you wanted to do something like that. Um, and um, yeah, in Ruski, uh, in the huddle, uh, the, all the video for every play is in there. Uh, but this is also available to non-Ruski members now. If you go to ruski.com slash seven on seven, uh, you can get the, uh, the the base package there uh, to check it out. There's kind of introduction to see how Ruski system works, how we call plays, the uniqueness behind it. Um, I'm going to share my screen for a second. Uh, just to kind of show you uh, what this looks like. Uh, just to, and again, if you're watching, listen to this on a podcast, you can go check it out on um, uh, on YouTube uh, to uh, to see um, what this is. But uh, so here is um, uh, basically our um, what it looks like in the Google Sheet. Uh, so this is kind of the script page. These are the 25 plays here. Um, you know, you can fit 75 plays in the Ruski Pro system, but um, the uh, the library is where we build our plays. So if you're a member, you'll have access to a, a, the library where you can come in here and change everybody's jobs. Uh, but again, how it works basically is, is you put in uh, the name of the play for you as a coach. You, you import the image. We don't have any offensive line images because this is a seven on seven risk coach. Um, so put in an image, you put in everybody's assignment and then uh, basically creates us. Then, then you come over here and put the play where you want it for your script. And now here's all the printouts that it creates. So like here is the, um, um, the PDF um, of like all the risk coaches, all the, all the cards. So it prints off an offensive coordinator's risk coach, a quarterbacks, the red guy, the blue guy, the purple guy, the green guy, the orange guy. Uh, and again, there's a blank uh, cell right there uh, for the uh, for the a lineman force. But you cut those out, you put them in risk coaches. Uh, also comes with um, um, this uh, playbook PDF, which is uh, just a blown up picture of all the plays. And then it has each play uh, with a detail. So you could literally just print this in a binder. And if you don't want to use risk coaches and just hold this up, your quarterbacks can use it during the summer. Like if like we use this with our our like uh, kids, like when we couldn't do some, we can't do seven on sevens in, in uh, Tennessee during the spring and winter. So if a parent was to do it or a player was to do it, you just give them the binder. Uh, we can give them risk coaches. We can give them a binder. We have a binder for our youth programs. Uh, they did this. We had a Sunday spring seven on seven all, all uh, for our youth. They could just use this binder. We would just show all the all the plays to them, and they would go through here and just look at the pictures, and then the coach could read the words at the bottom to tell them how many yards everything was. Um, but you see how, like, when you print these things off, it's all unique to the to the players themselves. Um, so, uh, again, these are all the plays that are in there. It starts in the alpha 20s. is basically our quick game stuff. Um, and then we have start to get in just to just some, some spread drop back game in the 30s just the base spread drop back game. Then the forties is some more uh, drop back with some dynamic plays. Dynamic plays are plays that have question marks and that are multiple versus a static play, which is just, you, you, you do what you do. Uh, we have these plays are, there's some field boundary plays. There's some right left plays, all that's in there. And then, uh, then the fifties and sixties are all our bunch stuff. 
uh, which is really good for seven on seven when you face all the man teams, the two high man teams and all that. Uh, a lot of the bunch stuff is our short yardage, is our uh, goal line stuff, two-point conversions, all that uh, that we do. Uh, so that's kind of a look of, of uh, again, you see all the, the, the 25 plays right there. There's a video for every single play in Ruski uh, for the members. And then, again, ruski.com slash seven on seven, um, the number seven, O-N, the number seven. Uh, so if you go there, you can see all that. As a uh, just uh, again, guys, um, anything like that, uh, enjoy this. Uh, it's uh, becoming unscottable. Uh, you can find uh, it on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, all those things. And uh, you can check out uh, more things that we have going on at, at uh, ruski.com. Um, 